1: time for nine, the games high school scoreboard show
0: join us along with
2: high school sports guru sam crenshaw and
1: former high school football head coach chris parker
2: listen in as we get you up to date on everything you need to know in the world of high school football in georgia
1: from score updates to live reports from the week's top matchups we bring Friday night lights to life Hey let's get this thing popping man 929 the game's high school scoreboard show is brought to you by QC Kinetics non-surgical solution for chronic pain and Mark Spain go to markspain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing
2: The 929 the game's high school scoreboard show is on
1: Sports Radio 929 the game Here's Sam and Chris
2: And a good Friday evening to all. Welcome to the show. Scoreboard show. Nine floors up in our Midtown Atlanta studios. Sam Crenshaw got Eric Slaughter riding his long shotgun with me tonight. Coach is away. Coach is on assignment. He's on assignment. He's on that's assignment. That's, that's the word. Coach, that's Coach, the cold Coach, word that we use around Coach, here. Coach is on assignment. Why don't you just say he's on vacation? <laughs> no, he's on, he's, on, he's on assignment. He's on assignment. That's what we're going to say about him. Uh, Coach Chris Parker. But we're here for the Scoreboard Show for you. So glad you're with us. Got Dom working the other side of the glass. What's up, man? You ready tonight? Always, always. Hey, we ready to get going? I mean, we was talk about he, as long as we talk about Stevenson, he'd be okay. He's a Jaguar. Oh man, How did I did not know the, he was. Did oh. he? He must have
3: went in the heyday in the ball era. Was yeah. he there during the ball era? Oh yeah, with with Coach Trail and
2: all that. Oh yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. I will talk about Stevenson. Middle and Steven okay. High. Okay. Okay. okay, okay. See that? See that? Uh, hey man, we're talking about that when it comes on. But well, we got a whole lot of territory to cover for you tonight. Uh, good show tonight. We got Damian Day Day Lewis. He's down in uh, East Point. Going to be keeping an eye on a Tri-Cities team that's off to a, a great start, and they're taking on Villa Rica tonight. As we start to get into region play, and Eric, we'll talk about how things kind of turn. The weather even feels a little different.
3: Oh, it's uh, cool out there. It's been tonight. overcast. It might be some uh, rain in the forecast. Don't we'll say see. that, because
2: this time last night, man, we, we needed boats to get around certain parts of this area last yeah. night. Yeah, I flooding mean, it, was
3: – I mean, but anyone who's dealing with the flood and hope that everything's well for you. And then yeah, really. And then whoever's traveling to and from those games, be careful. Slow down. Need you get there, you know what we said. We don't need to go visit none of our listeners no, anywhere. We're not no. sending no flowers. We ain't got time for that. <laughs> as our good friend Greg Clarkson would say. Yeah. But yes,
2: yes, indeed. Absolutely. Be careful be going out to games tonight and hopefully the rain stays away. We have a good night for football. Feels good. Matter of fact. Yeah. You might even like take a little jacket or something we did Yeah, yeah. Game, it, get... it, it changes fast. Yeah. It, a week ago it was
3: still eighties. Two weeks ago we were taking uh water breaks
2: yeah. in between quarters. Right. So it changes quick. It really does. It really does. And that's something that's different uh tonight as we look at our games tonight. Got some a number of games we're watching. I know you had a great adventure down to South Georgia. And to me they have the game that is the marquee game of the night for high school football in the state. You got East Coweta going down to Lowndes to take on the Vikings, both teams undefeated. You know what it's like to go to a game uh down in that part of the state at that place. What was it like? You what do you remember from that and what do you think is like gonna be down that, that way tonight?
3: Well well first off I'll tell you this. Um what I learned that is they, even though they want to win the game, they are very, very hospitable, and they will roll out the red carpet for the visiting team. Like you said, as long as they get the victory that they want, but they they want you to come down there and have a good time as their guests. Um, I had a chance to meet the principal, the AD. They really put on a great show. They give, uh, I mean, I mean, you talk about when you come off the exit for Lounge High School, yeah. the tailgate, you can smell it miles away. The restaurants that are there, like we got tailgate specials, and then you park a mile away in your park. It's a great experience, and they want every Friday night there to feel like a homecoming, to feel like a, a big game, because that's what it is. Yeah. It's it's an environment. It's a different experience, especially when you got two teams in town. That's all they got down is those two teams, so they really take it seriously. So East weed has got a big challenge, but for those who are making that trip, and I hope they left early. hope yeah, they did. left real yes, early. Yes,
2: yes, they did. Yeah. <laughs> that's a long They're going to
3: have a great experience and then we'll see who wins the game.
2: Yeah. Now, of course, a little revenge factor because last year they played at East, East Coweta, Coweta. yeah, And East Coweta really, you know, put it to them. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm sure they haven't forgotten that.
3: No, I'm, I guarantee you they haven't. Of course, they're under new leadership, and um, we'll see their – 4-0, you know, they, you know they're going to play great defense. Yeah. Defense was an issue. Last year, they really didn't have much offensively. I haven't seen what they've done, but I'll definitely be back this year at the uh, uh, the Lowndes-Valdosta Classic, the, uh, yeah. the Winnersville. Thank you. Still? I'll be what back for that still? one because I got to go see still? it on the
2: Valdosta side this year. Yeah, yeah that's the thing. That's the thing. Uh, it should be a great time, always a great time. You got some other games. The teams with undefeated seasons so far, Westlake still undefeated. Newton's still undefeated. They're playing tonight. Um, also, Wheeler. Wheeler.
3: Yes. You you and, shocked me when you told me that one because I hadn't
2: paid attention to that and one. In North Atlanta, both teams off the un, unbeaten subs. We're going to be checking in with those games as well. We have some people who are going to be checking in with us from various games around the area, getting us updated from those contests. And, and
3: Sam, I'll give you one word. T- throw the records out the, out the window. Uh, Marietta. Versus Walton, okay. okay, okay, rivalry game. You know Marietta. If you look at their record; being nothing. They'll they'll go. I think they're one and two now. They'll go undefeated in the region or something like that. You know they're gonna be very well prepared. The Blue Devils will be very well prepared, and the team they want to beat is the Raiders of so Walton. Definitely yeah. want to put that first one on the other side of the parentheses. So yeah. it's
2: big. If they could do that, yeah. because we know how talented that Walton team is. Absolutely. So much talent there; they are stacked. Uh, but as you said, you throw everything out the window when it's Marietta. They're coming to try to spoil the party for him, and let's see what happens. We'll be keeping an eye on that one as well. We, we expect to, uh, to be in touch with John Betnarowski from Marietta Daily Journal. He's not at a game tonight. He's just kind of manning the scoreboard, uh, keeping up scores, so hopefully we get a chance to catch up with him around 9 o'clock. He'll get us updated on things that are happening around uh, around Cobb County and and, uh, and, and, and Cherokee, Cherokee County in that area and let us know what scores are happening as far as those games go. So we're going to do those type things. It's going to be a great night. Jeff Fisher is going to join us from High School Football America uh, at eight o'clock hour. Uh, talk about his top one hundred, where our schools from the state of Georgia are when the season began, where some of them are now. A month
3: in, A month in. We're a month in. Sammy goes by that, fast.
2: A month into the schedule, we are with
3: three and a half strong ones left to go.
2: And that's something. Yeah, uh, everybody's got got uh, people playing their fifth game tonight. Yeah man that's something yeah
3: and there's a, there's at least a few teams that will get their first win tonight cuz i'm looking at this one i have a, a soft heart in my my heart for Cross Keys, because I know a lot of administrators over yeah. at Cross Keys. Yeah. Well, they're playing Heritage School Noonan. Someone gets their first win tonight, and I hope it's Cross Keys. They're only a couple miles up the road, right, right, right there by right. the Brookhaven Marsh Station. Right, I right. know the principal. I know the assistant principal, and I'm pulling for Cross Keys. Like, go and get that victory. <laughs> you remember the old movie Wildcats? Right, And he right. said,
2: oh, that victory party. <laughs> Do they have victory party still? Is that still a thing? I don't
1: know. Victory. That's the thing. They, we had
2: victory parties. Victory parties. Victory party. Or
3: victory party. Uh, well, do you? I mean, we used to hit up like the celebrate. We used to hit up the local pizza joint after our game. The okay. pizza. The line at the pizza joint. I'm gonna throw no names out there, like you said, no free advertisement. But you <laughs> right. needed to get there early because they knew everybody was coming to get pizza. After the game, I, mean, and, I don't know they do victory parties. I mean, everybody eats something. Yeah, okay. You know, but if, if they get, if whatever team get that victory tonight, they need to have a break or something because okay, okay. that, be,
2: that might be the We'll bring one. out a fire truck <laughs> and, we're, and we're <laughs> ride them around the town square a little there bit. There you go. That'll be something to do. All right, we're going to start with some things off. We'll start with the opening drive. Can we start with the opening drive, Dom? Give us the opening drive.
0: It's time for the opening drive brought to you by the W Sauce Bigger, Better Boulder. Visit WSauce.com to find a retailer
2: near you. All right, you mentioned the fact that we're into region play. And the team, I, I, um, you know, some that are uh, – one that's undefeated tonight, and we're going to check in with our school days guest, will be with Lovett. They're playing at McDonough. McDonough uh, is still undefeated at 3-0. They have a chance to go 4-0, and I think, if they, they get a win. Are, are they already – I think they're 4-0. Are they I'll 3-0? take a look. And they, you they, they, at? They, I think they're 3-0. Uh, but, but they got Lovett com- coming up tonight. I know I know they're still undefeated. All uh, right, so Lovett is 1-2,
3: McDonough is 3-0.
2: 3-0, so yeah. they're still undefeated. They'll be looking for their fourth win. The Lions gonna, of Lovett. Lovett's Great love is going to be a tough test for them, um, so we'll watch and see what happens with that one. I did something this week on on Dalton's team, and the fact that they're off to a 3-0 start and how big that is for them considering the region that they play in. And You talk about how tough the region schedules are, Yeah. and they're in a very tough region that includes people like Hiram. They got Cass in that region. They got an improving Woodland program. But then you got Calhoun, who's Calhoun. Traditional,
3: traditional and, power. And
2: Cartersville, that's Cartersville. Yeah. And only four of them teams get to go to the playoffs. Yeah.
3: You and, know? And, and and you see regions like that that are stacked, and there's going to be a team that stays at home. It's good. Right. And there's going to be another region where a team who, you know, it's funny if you say that. Hiram is in a new region. But remember two years ago, Hiram made the playoffs as a one-win team. Yeah. Because the region they were in, they won the coin toss or the uh, what was it uh, rock paper scissors whatever it was because <laughs> there were three teams that finished with one win in the region, yeah, and they got it, and and that's what's going to happen. They're going to have a team that's six and four, and probably two and four in the region, yeah, but got a winning record, and then you're going to get a team that's five and five, maybe even four and six, but they went four and two right. in their region. But that's what it's about region play. Is what is most important. There's a lot of teams tonight saying, "Hey, this is the second season." You know, we talk about first season, second season, postseason. The second season starts tonight for a lot of these teams.
2: Absolutely, absolutely. So a lot of them are going to give that extra effort uh, if they played those games early on, and, and you try to schedule tough. And we sometimes are amazed at some of the games that we hear about that are played powerhouse early in the season, teams,
3: right? Powerhouse teams. Yeah, yeah, you know,
2: but you're doing those things to get you ready and really toughen your team for when you get into your region. And you also get some lessons from those games that you hope to carry with you into the postseason yeah. uh, when you get into the playoffs. So that, that's kind of what's happening. Let's see how some of that has worked out for teams as they get into region play tonight. The march toward the bends. Continue. You have to remember that. We're going to the bins this year. On a Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. How about that? I'll be working all three days. You're going gonna to be over there?
3: Yeah, I'll be. We, we will. Well, we haven't come up with our rotation, but I'll be at the chance to be PA again for the state championships we'll see and I mean and also we got to remember uh flag football is about to really start and right. those young ladies that play flag football mm-hmm. I mean it's a great game and they'll have their uh both their uh semifinals and championships this year At the Benz last year, semifinals were up at Flower Branch. At the Falcons training facility, not this year. This year, everything, semifinals and finals, will be at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Stadium. So congratulations and some really good flag football. It is growing growing so fast. It is
2: growing so fast. Um, You know, if it's not at a a school in an area where you are, it will be coming there very soon because uh, they're demanding it. They're demanding it. And there's a big um, financial, um, what's the word I'm looking for, you know,
3: giving ship. From the Off the Blank Foundation, and he's helping it go throughout the country. So, yeah, no, it's going to be great. There's a lot of young ladies I know that are playing fast-pitch softball. Yeah. That as soon as softball is over, the flag football team's is going to get an influx. Think about a young lady who throws 60, 70 miles an hour as a fast-pitch pitcher. Yeah. What she can do throwing a football. So, yeah. you know, some wow. of them are going to try to do both. Okay. Because – some of the schedules will work out where you know she only got to come to practice once or twice a week. If they don't have a game on Friday and some of these games on Saturday, they may be able to play play both sports for a little bit and then go over to flag football. You know, once high uh, food
2: softball is over. And oh, by the way, the thing that makes any sport grow in popularity is college programs, scholarships, yes. do- dollars for yeah. college. And we're hearing about more and more uh, women's flag football programs at colleges and universities. Offering scholarships, opportunity, you are the dollars for college. Nothing, nothing attracts a parent's attention more than knowing their child is doing something that I mean, could get dollar, a free education dollars for college. Absolutely, man. that's very important. Absolutely. stuff. Absolutely. So, that's part of what's happening, part of what we watch for as we continue uh, at this stage, this juncture of the schedule. You're right, because we've gotten a long way. In softball and volleyball, how far how far we got?
3: Here? Uh, we are softball is coming into the final quarter. You know, this time a month from now we'll have our softball state championships. Okay, so we're coming. I mean, softball started the first week in August. You know, they end the second week in October. So we're exactly a month away from softball championships, and your flag football's just getting started. So, uh, a month from now, some of those young ladies that are playing fast food softball will be able to dedicate themselves to flag football. And a lot of them are really loving it because I remember growing up in Maryland, there were so many young ladies that I wish I could play football. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> no one said you can't because technically you could. Right. But
2: now you got a sport that is just for you. Yeah. So, you got your own game. You yeah. have your own game now here in Georgia. That's a remarkable thing to see. And, that's, and that is what happened. And, folks, if you listen to Eric Slaughter here tonight, you wonder why. Well, he knows all the dates of everything. That's because he is an official. Yes. <laughs> he is, uh, and, 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 you know, at some point when we get in the next segment, we're to let you make your appeal for officials because there's a need um, across the board. Yes, absolutely. In, in every sport. In, in every sport. Uh, but especially here in football. And we've seen the impact of it. Early games in the first couple of weeks of the season. Had to have more Thursday and Saturday games just to have enough officiating crews. Um, You know, last year, the first round of playoffs won two days instead of all just on Friday because of the officiating crews. Um, And it's needed more of them. So we're going to get into that as well as we move along into our second segment. We're just getting started on this Friday night, um, the High School Scoreboard Show. Glad you're with us. We are about 15 minutes, well, 16 minutes as the clock ticks. Away from the kickoff, most game will kick off at seven thirty.
3: Yep. The right about now, the uh, band is going to start playing the national anthem. Yeah. You'll see the guys run through the banners. You'll get the captains ready because that uh they try to have that ball in the air by seven thirty one, seven thirty two at the latest.
2: Wow, that's yeah. the target. That's the target. You just heard it from an official. That is the target. So we say that's about five minutes, five six minutes away from right now. Games will be starting, and we'll be keeping up with scores for you and so much more. When we come back. We're going to hear our coaches interview with uh, Damian Day-Day, Lewis, uh, Lewis is going to join us for that, talk about that and more, as we're just getting started here on a Friday night. It is the Scoreboard Show. High School Scoreboard Show on Sports Radio, 1990 Game and 1990game.com.
0: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
1: You have 47 new voicemails.
0: Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms
4: apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve a nice cold reward. to more of the high school football scoreboard show
0: brought
1: to you by qc kinetics non-surgical solution for chronic pain and mark spain go to markspain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing on sports radio 92.9 the game
2: Got Dom other side of the glass, nine floors up in our Midtown Atlanta studios on this Friday night. Uh, as most of our high schools football teams will start region play around the area, we we'll be checking in with them as the scores start. We're a little over ten minutes away from kickoff of most of the games in the areas. Most of them start at seven thirty, and hopefully the weather is cooperating all around the areas. This time last year, boy, this time yesterday, we, we had rain all over the place. So hopefully that stays away. And we're gonna play some games. We completed got a few games in last night, um, Thursday night. And Eric, you got some of the scores in some of those games.
3: Yeah, a lot of them were you know south of uh, the city, but um, some big scores, some really surprising ones too. So Rutland took down Central Macon forty-one to twenty. Uh, Central Macon's usually a strong program. Terrell County, they were not very good. Dowdery down there by Albany. That's uh, mm-hmm. they took them down thirty-one to zero. Here's a good one. Jones County, Great Georgia, kind of like what we look see yeah, outside. Uh, yeah. Jones County, a traditionally strong team. They took down Locust Grove, uh, fifty-four to twelve. Um, you said uh, Lovejoy was on the schedule last night, but we think that game may have got moved to today. As you said, uh, North Springs got an action last night. Took down, and we don't know if this score is accurate. We've seen different reports. We're both trying to scour the internet see what we have now. You know, Midtown. You know, I still call them Grady. Mama named you Grady. I'm gonna call you Grady. But uh, North Springs takes down Midtown seventeen to ten, and then Pace Academy. Pace Academy, they really looking for a bounce back year. They were down a little bit. They can bounce back as they get into their region. Now, of course, they're no longer in the private schools region. They're now I think they're in three A or four A, and that's a different thing for Pace Academy. But the Pace Academy took down Woodland of Stockbridge thirty seven to zero, and then uh, here's a big one. This is a Cherokee County Rivalry, River Ridge. River Ridge took down Woodstock 51 to 7. Um, Riverwood. Riverwood. Hey, go to the Raiders of Riverwood. They got a good win over Chamley, 35 to 30. That is a good win for them. Yeah, That's a good win absolutely. for them. And
2: Chamblee coming off a great season. I mean, they had some seniors to leave the program, but uh they graduated last year. But still a big win for Riverwood.
3: Yeah, Sandy Springs, the Raiders of Riverwood. Um, this is one here that I don't know much about. Maybe you can give me some light. It says Kendrick. Took down Spencer, 57-7. to Where is Kendrick?
2: That's, that's Columbus, man. That that's is, Columbus? Yes, it is. No, see,
3: I know Columbus Carver, and I know a uh, couple other teams down there, but I don't know much about Kendrick.
2: Kendrick, Kendrick man, yeah, Kendrick, yeah, Hardaway, Spencer, yeah, all those know, schools down is, yeah, there in that area, yeah. yeah. Okay, Columbus High, man, Muskogee County. Don't get them people upset with you down there. Here was a good uh, score here in Atlanta. Washington, Washington Bulldogs take down Best Academy ten to six. That game was played at Lakewood Stadium last night. Hard fought uh, win for the Washington team to get that one. All
3: right, over there off MLK Drive, Washington. And then Washington County, mm-hmm. not to be mistaken with Washington of Atlanta, Washington County was a big winner over Glen Hills, 50-0. to zero. Waco,
2: do they still call it the House of Pain down there? Do they? they you got to tell me. That, the, the, the Washington County, when you used to play that back in the day with Tequillo Spikes and them dudes, they call it the House of Pain. Tequillo Spikes,
3: he's been one of your uh, school days uh, uh, participants before, right? No, we haven't had him. We haven't had, had him, had him. He's, okay. He's
2: on the go, man. He's man, on the move. He looks
3: man. like he still should be playing football. Yeah, 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 he man, does. stays in shape all shape. the time, man. You know, I see him all the time. He is a regular at the Atlanta Hawks games. Yeah. You can't go to the Hawks. And you look up that front row, it's nothing but ex NFL guys up there in that front <laughs> row. And he's one of the regulars. Really personable guy. Barry. Talk to him all the time up there. And mm-hmm. he loves basketball. And him and uh, the big offensive lineman from the Falcons that sit up there, oh, man, I forget his name, um, does, a, does a high school play by play. And, um, you come on, Sam. He does play-by-play. Play. He does the state championships for Georgia Public Television. All big offense. Wayne, Wayne Gandy. Wayne Gandy. Wayne Gandy. Him Wayne and Gandy. Gandy sit up and there Gandy together. Sit
0: up there. Oh yeah, they oh, love.
3: Man. They love their courtside home seats. Wayne. You know, they got that big money though. They can afford those. Well, there you go. <laughs> there you go. They can sit down there, right? Yeah, but yeah, no. Um, uh, those are great guys. So that's, uh, that's his alma mater. So yes. fifty to zero. And then this last score looks like. Maybe got played later, or it says Wheeler, Wheeler County was supposed to play Claxton, but we don't have a score for them. Maybe we can find out what happened Maybe in
2: that game. We find okay. Yeah. We're about five, six minutes away from games getting kicked off. We got a preview uh, for a matchup tonight, Villa Rica and Tri-Cities. And for that, we're going to check in with Day-Day. Time now for the pregame sideline reports.
1: 92.9 The Game's high school scoreboard show is on. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio
5: 92.9 The Game High School Scoreboard Show with Sam
1: Crenshaw and Chris Parker, Damian Dayday
5: Lewis here with Coach Rodney Hackney, Tri Cities Bulldogs football coach. Tri Cities getting ready for a big game this week. Villa Rica coming over to the uh, to the doghouse. Coach, after the season opening loss, you guys back bounce back with back to back wins. What would you say has been the biggest thing about your players that stood out to you in these last two victories?
4: Um, learning to be resilient. I mean, uh, this is a program that's been down for a while. Uh, so we basically you know restructured things uh gave a little faith uh if kids are bought in it became a trust thing Uh, i had to trust them they had to trust me and uh, those two things was uh, the biggest thing being resilient being trusting each other
5: all right mindset wise how have you seen these two wins kind of change things for your guys as far as how now they're coming to practice and approaching things
4: well, thanks to Deion Sanders, too. Uh, our kids are starting to believe. So I think everybody's <laughs> taking it. Deion's having a trickle down effect all the way to the high school level of kids just believing in themselves and just, you know, just doing what we know how to do. You know, we have some kids that can actually play on our team, now, mm-hmm. but they haven't put the discipline in and put the hard work in to, to, to make it show. So that's been part of the biggest problem. But uh, moving forward, I mean, the kids are just enjoying the wins. I mean, it feels good to walk down the hall now with a little pride and your chest put out and your chin up. But of course, this weekend, we got Bill Ricker, so we don't come ready. It'll be a, a quick uh, changeover if we don't get it done this weekend.
5: All right, and that leads into my final question for you, Coach. What do you need to see done? Uh, what What are some of the keys, I should say, uh, in order for you guys to walk away with a victory on Friday?
4: Oh, man, Bill Ricker's very talented and very well coached. Uh, they've changed from the wing tee to a spread offense, which is a little different than what we saw last year on film. So uh, we had to readjust to that. Um, very key, it's got to be good defense. Of course, you know, my my, my long counterpart, Coach Max Wolves, has been on my side for a long time. So they got to play shutout type defense. And then we've got to play control of our offense, offense. And when we get a chance to score inside the red zone, we have to score. So, and of course, no turnovers and playing good special teams always helps as well.
5: All right. Well, Coach, good luck to you guys. Looking forward to seeing you all in action and uh, wishing you nothing but success throughout the season. Thanks. All right, Sam, Chris, back to you guys.
2: All right, thanks a lot, Dede, for that update and talking with Coach Rodney Acney. Coach Rodney Acney is one of those, you know, some people just love taking on a challenge. It seems like in uh, One in nine 2022, that's a big challenge. That is, that is. Yeah. He just loves taking on a, a challenge, being a wherever he's been uh, through two times. He's been the coach at, uh, at Riverdale, be um, it's a stop at Mays, uh, different places, or a stop at, at Washington High School in the city of Atlanta. Uh, he goes to a place where but things you know teams seem to seem to need something, yeah and he brings in and he brings that thing they need and you know end up having you know some great success, just like his last tenure at at, at Riverdale. Uh, they end up having some fantastic seasons, win a region championship. Uh, so you know let's see if he can get it done at Tri-Cities. It's been a minute yeah, you know, and I'm gonna try they're...
3: to get into my inner coach Chris Parker and see if I can fill his seat here. you know he said they have talent, yeah so what they need is discipline. And they need structure, okay. And those are the two things that I guarantee you. those were the first things he said. This is what we're going to do. We're going to give them the structure they need in this play, and discipline. And those results will show up on the field on Friday nights. And it's showing up already as they're two and one on this season. Now you're going to get a Villa Rica team that's coming here upset because um, they got humbled last week by their uh, county uh, counterparts there, yeah. the Trojans of Carrollton. Yeah. And um, you know that that,
2: the- they, that used to be a rivalry. It's still a were, robbery, just a well, one-sided. Yeah, I'm can it, not, does mean, it, is can it, it not a robbery no more because one team's winning all the time? Well, not just that; it's not on it's not on the same footing that it once was. Once right. was on kind of a same footing, yeah. not anymore. Not anymore. You Kara know, yeah. Kelton's a, a different animal right now, but I'm sure for the community's sake. For the people in Carroll County, yeah, yeah. it's still a big, big time
3: rivalry. I mean, that was the place to be last Friday night in Carroll County. No matter what, that was the place to be. Like, I don't live that far from Carroll yeah. County. I'm right next door in Douglas County, and they talk about it in Douglas County. They'll say, hey, which one are you going? To? You going over to Carroll County this weekend or you staying here in Douglas? That's come to some of the
2: conversations they have when they look at and see what games are being played at home. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. And that, that's big. Let's see if they can can rebound from that. I mean, Tri-Cities in, uh, in Region 5, 5A. And see what they are able to do. We you know with the schedule that, that, that they're playing, they're able to get some success early. The win over Morrow, yeah. win over Redan, um, you know, and last week, and let's see what they can do because coming out of that, they get in the region play, and you know, it's a region where if you get some things going the right way, maybe you get to catch a break. You get to win a game. You got a Lithia Springs program. You got a better.
3: Lithia Springs is rebounding because they're replacing their senior quarterback, who's doing really good at an HBCU. Okay. Yeah, he's up okay. at Bluefield State. Um, okay. What was the young
2: uh, jockie Hart? Okay. Because Springs replacing so, him. So that's
3: why they're struggling right now. So he's right up now. in West
2: Virginia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and Banneker's improved this year. Banneker's they are. gotten off to a good they are. start. Yeah, that's right. So they got some teams they got to face before they get to Chapel Hill. Chapel Hill, I think, has yet to lose. They are 3 0. They yeah. are 3 and 0. So far, so far. Mays, they've had all kind of stuff going on. May, let's see. If we, we ain't going to go there. We
3: it. ain't going to go there. If you want to uh, Google it, just Google yeah, Mays Google football. It. Google It'll it. come right up. It'll yeah. come right up. Yeah. Hopefully Google they it. can. Uh, no pun intended, get that black eye off of their program. Yeah,
2: yep, and slightly. And, of course, then they got Creekside coming up there too, and then Jackson. Uh, so that that's what's coming up ahead for the Tri-City Bulldogs. But first things first, this game with Villa Rica that they have to play tonight. And we'll see how that one goes. Yeah. as day, day Lewis will be yeah. checking in with us.
3: Anybody yeah. riding tomorrow, they can get a glimpse of it as they're going down it's, south side. Right Go right past it. Boy, it's they got right, a
2: pretty stadium too. And right, you're right there. If you're on the train going by and you get down the college park, look right in there. Well, college park in East Point. Yeah. And you're right right past price tri Sydney's High School. And as you mentioned, it does have a reputation for basketball and the entertainers. Yes, absolutely. A lot That's of people a, outcast, right? Outcast. Keenan Thompson. Keenan Thompson. He was uh he was
3: up here at the Odyssey. A week or two ago, he was uh, okay. on the couple on the V three, and uh, I think he was doing uh, he's doing some local comedy shows around right here. Well, you got to do
2: something, man. He can't do no Saturday Night Live. Right <laughs> yeah, gotta stay busy, right? Gotta stay busy, right? gotta stay busy, man, until they get the people off strike and get the writers back for the late night shows. So, so yeah, he can't do anything like that. But yeah, he is a proud he, will, he is a proud alum of Tri Cities High School and is very proud very proud of his school. Bless you. Said we are got some games who are probably that are underway right now. Absolutely. And, then, and there's my friend Wayne Gandy. Yeah, right there on
3: the TV screen. We, we, got, we, we
2: have monitors here in the studio, so we're watching GPB and they're getting set for the game. Uh, Matt Stewart uh, calling the game along with Wayne Gandy. They are at Buford yes. at the at their stadium for now. I heard about that. I mean, I mean, I
3: mean, they <laughs> their have stadium a stadium that now. most schools would would. Never dream of having, and they're going to build another yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, you know, I'm not going to call them out, but you know, they call that place the University of Beaufort. Yeah,
2: yeah, they're gonna, they're gonna have, and all the whistles and bells. I've been, and I'm, I'm a TV guy, so I'm hearing it's going to be set up for broadcast. Yeah, and everything you need just coming in. They, they're gonna, they, I mean, they thought, okay. but design in a high school state. And you
3: know, you know Beaufort has a waiting list for season tickets. I'm, I'm, a, I'm not surprised. A waiting list. I'm not surprised. For high school season tickets. Like yeah. the Green Bay Packers. Get in, <laughs> get in line for the next 30 years.
2: <laughs> I know. I hope it won't take that long. But, yeah, they, they do. Because they keep because, winning like they are. You because, never know. Because of the expectations. Because yeah. of the expectations. And they're on television statewide tonight uh, against Carver Atlanta. And the Carver Atlanta program that gave them a fight last season. It was a tough game for the first half before Buford took over in the second half. Like I said, Buford's so talented, and then you think about the Carver team. Uh, you think about what they've been able to do. And what's the, that? Four yeah.
3: Carver, A Carver's four A, I believe. Yeah. So you got a four A versus seven A matchup. And Carver, talent wise, is going to have some guys out there. It's the depth. It's the depth in the bodies that probably in that second, late second, te- second half.
2: Looking and uh, the coaches right there together. And Coach 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 embrace. Uh, coach, uh, coach Darren Miles has done a tremendous job at Carver down through the years. He came into a program in a place that didn't, have, you know. Struggling for success. Was yes. Struggling for success. Mm-hmm.
3: He's had some winning seasons.
2: At winning seasons, consistently uh, cranking out teams. You know, made it to the state championship game a couple of years ago and, and faced Cedar Grove. Uh, that was really big. And people thought that he would have left there years ago. They said, oh, well, he's won a few games. Where are you going? And people keep saying that. It's turned out he's not going. He's going to step. He's happy. he's, he's, happy and he's building something. He's, he's, hap- he's happy there. He's touching some lives. and Young people expect something. Uh, when they come to play there and be a part of the program at Carver, he is staying there and enjoying what he has built. So that's the game tonight. Uh, tall task. We'll see yeah. how they do. Very tall task. We'll be monitoring that along with other games as we continue. There's also a game that Score Atlanta is going to be doing on Peachtree TV. I.J. Rosenberg is going to join us to talk about that one. That's a kind of a grudge match. Blessed Trinity against Maris. That's coming up. You stay with us. Uh, games are just getting underway. We'll get some scores in for you as we continue on this Friday night. It's the High School Scoreboard Show here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game and 92.9thegame.com.
0: We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof?
1: Keeping it local. This is the High School Football Scoreboard Show. Brought to you by QC Kinetics, non-surgical solution for chronic pain. And Mark Spain. Go to markspain.com to get a guaranteed offer on your home today and start packing. On Sports Radio 929 The Game.
2: Radio 99th Game and 99 gamecom Sam Crenshaw along with Eric Slaughter with you here on this Friday night. So glad you're with us in our first hour. Got some games underway. We'll be keeping up with some of those scores for you uh, as well uh, as we go along here and let you know what's, what's what's happening with them because, uh, you know, games have kicked off. Everybody in their seats? You think everybody's made it to their seats, Eric? Some people probably. Yeah, speak.
3: high school is a little different than college and pro. They like to get in there, you know, for kickoff for a, a college and pro. And you know what is a surprise to me? I had a homecoming last week when I was out at homecoming. Um, oh, in in, yeah.
2: in in September.
3: Yeah, and there's another one tonight. Day-Day
2: is at a homecoming. The Tri Cities is having homecoming tonight. Yeah, I think Dalton is having homecoming tonight. They got Lasseter. I think it's homecoming up at, up at Dalton at, uh, as well. Dalton yeah, I, that kind
3: of surprised me having with this early year. I, where I was I last week? I was out there, uh, Bulldogs. I had uh, Peachtree Ridge. They were visiting. Uh, what's the uh, out there? man? I'm, I'm losing. I'm getting old, Sam. Oh, you
2: were out uh, the, the Double G Dogs. The Double G Dogs, what, right? What, yeah. Wilder Barrel. Wilder
3: Barrel, right? They yeah. were home. It was homecoming for them homecoming last for week for the yeah. Double Gs. Yeah. So you know, what's the significance
2: of that Double G? That's you know, <laughs> I asked you the out, you nobody. Ask them. Nobody They I, wouldn't tell you. They wouldn't tell me. No. Yeah, so. it's, it's, it's a secret. They didn't no, okay. want. It. They, they maybe they didn't oh, yeah. trust you. Okay. Got some scores already happening here. Um, Gainesville is already up seven nothing on Appalachie Red elephants. Yes. Early score in that one. Uh, Heritage. School Noonan, 7-0 on cross keys. Somebody gets a win. He's you said it. I'm, I'm pulling for cross keys, but somebody gets a win. Mm-hmm. I actually
3: saw there's a few uh, matchups of winless teams tonight, so are going to be a few programs getting their first win tonight.
2: Trinity Christian, 7-0 over Riverdale. That's a first-quarter score. Uh, Hampton is up on Stockbridge. Both of these teams are 2-2, two two, uh, you know, down in Henry County, and so Hampton's up 7-0 first-quarter score there. Holy Innocence is up 7-0 on Douglas. Douglas 3-1, Holy Innocence is undefeated at 4-0. Oh. Holy Innocence is still running that uh, power T wishbone, <laughs> all that. I
3: mean, I mean that guy runs the ball gonna, all day gonna, long.
2: They're going to run it till you make them stop. Yes. If you don't make them stop, they're going to keep on running it. Uh, Lee County on the road. Uh, of course, they were down at Caulkwood last week. Yep. Uh, they're, they're home against Lake Gibson, Florida. And Lake Gibson, Florida has a 7 nothing lead on Lee County. That's early. Uh, in that game, the seven quarter uh, first quarter score, Norcross is up seven nothing on discovery. So games are underway, and some folks are not wasting a whole lot of time. Camden County's in action. You're taking on Somerset Academy from Florida. I guess you get down to the south part and say you play those teams from Florida. Just, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm line. looking at
3: this album. Valdosta going to play Coral Gables. That, I mean, Coral Glaze. That's way down there by Miami, isn't it? Yeah, but they're
2: playing the game at Valdosta. Yeah, see, you know, that
3: would be pretty good. I, mean, I bet you they're bringing some athletes up here. Yeah, they will. They're only one and two in the season. I would like to see, look at who they played. But you know they're bringing – I mean, they probably bring four or five guys already got Division One offers, man. Oh, i so, sure.
2: Yeah. I'm, sure. Speed, I'm sure. Speed
3: everywhere on those south Florida teams.
2: They really do. They, they won't
3: play. have the size that Valdosta have. Especially in the trenches. Yeah. But they're going to spread them out and see, can you cover?
2: <laughs> and that's going to be the test tonight as Valdosta takes on the team there in Coral Glades uh, from Florida. So, some games are underway. Got a and Tucker score. We're going to check in with somebody who's at that game because they're there doing some scouting. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We, we got, got Coach Jelks from Stevenson. He says he's going to be over there just kind of watching.
3: Yeah, because you gotta gotta get ready for games coming up later in the year.
2: Actually, because some of these teams have week that Stevenson has a bye this week, don't they? Right, right. Yeah, Stevenson's off this week, so that's you know, coaches coaches don't take Friday nights off, man. No, they don't.
3: Uh, It was another school that I was at this week, and they were they were happy to have. Buy. I was I was umpiring softball and talking to him, and he was like, yeah, we got a bye this week. Uh, Kel, Kel has a bye this okay, week. Okay. So I guarantee you, Bobby May, Coach Bobby May, and all his sisters, they probably, so everyone's probably at a different school this week because yep. you know they're going to be ready for a region play. But um, what Coach Bobby May is doing at Kel in his second year, he's looking to bring home a region title. That's yep. what he's looking
2: to he's do. He's looking forward big yeah. time. he had a good-looking squad out that way. Uh, Parkview up 7 nothing on St. Pius. This is a first-quarter score. As uh, Saint Pius is over at the Big Orange Jungle uh, for that game. Uh, Chattahoochee's up seven nothing on Johns Creek. My goodness, you can throw a rock from one school to the other. Yeah, that's a, that's an
3: Alpharetta rivalry right there. Those schools
2: yeah. are so close together. Yeah. Uh, Salem is leading. Well, Coffee is leading Salem. Uh, Coffee nine, Salem seven. That's the first quarter score. Some games that are underway. But we got an early score. Second quarter score. They've already been playing for a while. Uh, down in Fairburn and McIntosh is up uh, big on landmark Christian. McIntosh, 35. Landmark Christian, nothing. Uh that game is being played down in Fairburn. Maybe they kicked off at seven. Maybe they did. Yeah. Calhoun over Sonoraville. That's a seven-nothing score. Uh first quarter score. Cartersville, eight-nothing over Heritage Conyers. That is a first quarter score uh as well. Just some of the games that are that are taking place. All right. Um let me see. We got one game that's on. Score Atlanta has a game that's coming up. It's kickoff at the top of the hour, and as always on Friday night, we we'll like to check in with IJ Rosenberg. He's there at that game. Uh, IJ is me and Eric tonight. We just want to check in with you. How's it? And hopefully, it's not raining like it was this time yesterday.
6: No, yeah, I think it's going to be a nice one of the nicer nights we've had. Well, actually, probably the nicest night we've had this year. Uh, but yeah, you could tell falls in the air and. Um, you know, this was, is this was an interesting matchup. Um, you know, BT has sort of become, I think, a little bit of what Maris was uh, for many years. Not that Maris has fallen because uh, they've had some good teams over the last few years. But at the same time, you know, BT is the, you know, the sort of the newer Catholic uh, uh, private school. And, uh, you know, they've done a good job. Um, obviously, you know, they won some state championships under Tim McFarlane. Uh, now they've got Ed Dudley, who, of course, we all know a lot about from when he was at Walton. Yeah. And uh, like Ed a lot, he's he's a good man. And, uh, and of course, what can you say about the Marist Coast? He's been there forever. And uh, an interesting guy, knew him growing up, knew his brothers. Uh, in fact, those him and his two brothers were as good a, a brother core of football players that's probably – You could stack them up with almost anybody. I don't know, you know, uh, in Atlanta or certainly the state. They were that good, and uh, uh, but should be a good. It should be a good football game. Uh, One, you know, attack is a is very run oriented. Marist and uh, and BT likes to run the football too, but they'll throw it as well. Yeah.
2: Yeah, well, you know what, you know what, you know, you say what you will about Marist. Uh, and they've known to just run it, run it, run it. But he's opened the things up a little bit, and he throws some things. We'll we'll throw the ball a little little bit more than in days past.
6: Oh, yeah, yeah. And they're not like they were 20 years ago. Um, But, uh, you know, it's kind of cool that that Maris has sort of stuck with it uh, and been able to be successful, uh, you know, running the option and, and running the football still about 75 to 80% of the time. And, you know, Marist does a really good job of starting them in that system when they're really young. Uh, Marist is, uh, you know, they've been around a long time. They have a real interesting, uh, pass. In fact, um, if you sort of look back in the, uh, like the forties and the fifties, uh, and even the sixties, uh, you know, they went through some very, very hard financial times. And, uh, Back then, and there were actually a couple of big business leaders that actually saved that school. The school was about to go under, uh, but a couple of big businessmen in Atlanta uh, were able to come in and loan them a lot of money. And um, a lot of people don't even know that story. Uh, but you know, obviously, all around, uh, in addition to football, you know, they're they're certainly one of the best in the state. And uh, and and you know, they they do it the right way. Uh, they're good people over there. Um, you know they had a AD over there that was on, the, you know now I guess is head of the uh, the GIA, uh, who was a a favorite of of many of us. So, uh, you know it's a good place and it should be a good football game tonight. BT's because BT's got a nice home field advantage now. You know they they've made that stadium better. Um, that's the problem with a lot of the private, especially the newer private schools. They tend to build very very small stadiums and they have good. You know, they have good teams, and all of a sudden they run out of room. But BT's done a pretty good job. So it will be packed tonight. Um, you know, we're excited about, uh, you know, doing the game. We haven't been over here in a couple of years. In fact, I, I'm pretty sure the last time we were over here, um, who were they playing? Um, gosh, who were they playing? Uh, where did the kid from Buford go uh, before he transferred to Buford his senior year? Um, the kid Sal I can't remember his name, the kid at Alabama right now, the running back. Um, Haynes? Yeah, Haynes. Where was okay, he before okay. Buford? Where was he? where was what was the school he was at before he was at Buford? Do I y'all remember? remember? Where where he
2: was. I mean we went over to Buford last year before that. Um
6: I can't believe the three of us. I know can't it, I know <laughs> we're gonna where well, well maybe we'll let, let Haynes was. We'll nah, look it up real quick. I'll just was, throw you another you question. Know, guys Guys, he was at BT. <laughs> he was at That's BT. That's right. That's right. Yeah, That's right. because yeah, yeah, he was actually at BT because I remember him, you know, as a junior that year playing, and uh, he was just so dominant in that game. They actually played Calhoun. Uh, it was a good. It was a really good football team. BT uh, game. BT won the game, but yeah, he played for Blessed Trinity. It's been a long week, guys. No problem. <laughs> it's been a long week
2: for Hey,
6: hey I gotta throw this out there though, Sam, okay, real quickly. Uh, you know. I don't know anybody that went to the Falcons game last Sunday, but I'm going to tell you something. The fan experience, you know, my wife and I have, we were, you know, we're big, big, uh, my company, you know, does a tremendous amount for a lot of Arthur's companies. So, you know, when they built the stadium, we bought ESLs for the company. And, uh, But I want to tell you something. Last Sunday from from a fan experience, at Mercedes-Benz was just tremendous, guys.
3: It was the white and, flags. And been, the white flags made all the difference.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, well, it's not just the flags, but, you know, everything that they did, the bits that they had up on the screen sort of remind me of what you see in the NBA, and um, they did a – I've never seen an NFL team do anything at halftime because, you know, times are so quick. They, you know, they had a, a bike jumping, and it was just a really cool – experience from my wife and i and you know you're talking to somebody that's lived in atlanta all his life and been in sports for the most part all his life in atlanta uh, but what a what a cool experience and they won the game um and then this weekend i mean you got Messi coming in tomorrow yeah you do uh, which is that'll be fun <laughs> and, and you know, all the I'm cheese it's, coming sunday yeah, all the cheese has But let me say something about tomorrow. I, and obviously what's cool is ninety two nine the game's got both the United and the Falcons. So you are gonna have great back to back day listenings listeners and of course with this tonight. Uh but uh you know what's gonna be really interesting tomorrow is a lot of people don't realize who that coach is down there. And it's Martino, you know, who of course led the United to a MS you know, to a, to a championship. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he's an interesting guy, and, and it's going to be very uh, unique what he decides to do with Messi tomorrow because, number one, Messi does not like to play on artificial turf. And, number two, he's been in international competition, I think, the last week or two. So, right. um, you know, I hope for all the soccer fans that he starts and gets to play the whole game because, you know, it's it's like going out and watching Hank Aaron or – you know, Babe Ruth or, you know, Roberto Clemente, just one of the great players of all time and maybe the greatest ever in soccer other than Pele.
2: Yeah, yeah. I I think we'll get to see them play tomorrow. I don't know how much, but I think we will, especially considering some people are skipping paying a month's rent. Mm, Maybe two months. uh, Maybe two months. They get a ticket for this thing. Uh.
6: (laughs) Yeah, and I'm going to throw, I'm going to say I want to throw one more thing out there for Sunday, and that's this. Keep your eye, you know, they've got that one section, they're called the Dirty Birds. They've, you know, sort of taken the idea from soccer supporters group and they've done a wonderful job with this group and they built it the last couple of years. And we, we do everything for them from t-shirts to promo items to all their signage and everything. And we have done working with them it's an incredible surprise for Green Bay. I'm not going to say what it is, but I will say this: it'll it'll definitely get on television. But if you're at, uh, you know, if you're at the game, the Falcons game on Sunday, make sure that you look at that section because this is going to be pretty cool. What, what we were able to come up with, come up with, with them. So. The bird's nest. That's what
3: well, they call what it, it. The bird's bird. nest. Yeah, it's in the yeah. southeast corner.
6: Dirty bird's nest. Yes,
3: yes.
2: We're, gonna, we're gonna be watching. For, Dirty bird. Gonna be watching for that. Also gonna be watching for the game tonight. Uh, gets underway in about five minutes. I J. Uh, should be a great one. Should be a greatest arrival matchup. And uh, two teams that face off and compliment each other greatly. Congratulations on having another great matchup tonight. We look forward to watching it. And thanks so much for spending some time with us.
6: Yeah, and Sam, no prediction because the last two weeks I've been wrong. So <laughs> <We> <laughs> I'm not going to throw one out there. We won't do that guys, to you. Thanks, guys. Y'all have a good weekend, all right?
2: All right, you do too. That's I.J. Rosenberg from Score Atlanta uh, getting set to watch Maris Taking on Blessed Trinity. The Titans. Yeah, man. I mean,
3: they won. There's a time where they won three straight state titles, so they know how to win over there, and that's a great campus over there in Roswell. I mean, you know what I'm talking about? Two schools you can throw a rock from, Blessed Trinity to Roswell High School. Yeah, right, right across street right. from each other, and both of them really, really pretty campuses.
2: Pretty campuses and great athletic programs yeah. at both of them. Yes. All right, folks, wrapping up our first hour headed for hour number two. You want to stay with us in this second hour. My goodness. Spend some time with Jeff Fisher from High School Football America. And our school day's guest will join us. Olympic gold medalist Adam Nelson. He's going to talk about his school days. That's when you stay with us for the 8 o'clock hour on the Scoreboard Show. Your high school scoreboard show here on sports Atlanta. On on 92.9thegame.com.